Shut up and sit down. Today on our show, accusations, Alabama, squirrels, and anal beads. Stick around. I know, and that's when I said those are not beard shavings. <laughs> oh my gosh. Pretty gross. Oh, wow, I love well, that Well, folks, story. welcome to Critical Mass. This is our second podcast. Yes, yes, welcome. We're here with uh, the Rockness Monster. That's me. And uh, my name's Dan. Hi, Dan. Um, we don't have anybody else here today yet, but we will eventually. That's the thing. People, uh, we ask them continuously to say, hey, hey, we're doing a podcast. Do you want to join? And then they usually kind of look at us weird. And yeah. then they, they don't even say and They just kind of walk away. So, uh, yeah, here we are. We're learning that you and I are the only two committed people on the planet to making this happen. Committed to each other. Yes. Uh, the others, uh, they will join us eventually. Uh, some people are going through some personal uh, stuff at home, and that's fine. And other people are just douchebags. And we'll let you figure out who's who. Douchebags. we got some great stuff to talk about today. Let's see. Uh, we're going to talk about the fact that we just had a major windstorm. Winds reaching 81 miles per hour here in our area. Uh, and actually all throughout the Northeast, really, throughout the Ohio Valley... All that kind of stuff. A complete failure of our infrastructure, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very bad windstorm. I haven't heard of any deaths. Have you? Uh, the death of thinking that the local police force, as well as the infrastructure, uh, including our no, no, utilities, no, no. Uh, the, my belief in them as doing anything, that's dead. No, I mean, deaths like nobody died. You mean like human people? Yes. Oh, I don't care about those. Okay, good. Um, check, check. Okay. Also, we, we, we want to talk about the fact that because of these uh, power outages, uh, folks are working really hard to get them back on. But there's also a lot of folks displeased with how long it's taking. And You're one of those people. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> it's hard to be mad when I have power now. Um, but the fact that it it took as long as it did for me to get power, mm. it, it's like you knew the trees were down. You knew the lines were down. You know, they saw the trucks everywhere. Like what? So my thinking is this. If I want lights on in a room, I go in the room. I think you're getting ahead of yourself. We're just we're just talking about what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, you're, we're you're going right into it. I'm killer. going right in. I'm you're sorry. You're so pumped about this. So pumped. You you got a half chub. You're so excited you know about what? talking about this. I'm going to really get you going. I'm going to just well, let me know when we get into it and I'm okay. just going to unload. Okay, so what what else are we talking about? So we're talking about um oh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. AKA Beauty and the Gay. Beauty and the Gay. Apparently, the country of Russia and a lot of people in Alabama think that they've turned it into a gay porn film, and we're going to talk oh, about geez. that. Oh, um, Squirrels. I'll just say it right now. I'll say it before, and I'll say it again. Fuck them. Fuck squirrels, man. Who else do we hate? Um, today, in our new fuck you section. Ah, I like it. Uh, well, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about Beauty and the Beast and people that are just pissed off about that. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, that's, that's good. good. We, we got, got some, some good topics, topics to talk about then. Well, remember we were gonna we were gonna touch on the wiretap. Oh, that's right. Obama, that sneaky bastard. Yeah. Tapping uh, Trump's huge, massive uh, business tower and hotel, whatever he has down there. I don't even know where it is. He lives in it. There's businesses on the first floor, right? <laughs> It, Trump Tower is just another phallic symbol because he's has major concerns about the size of his penis, which I would assume is tiny based on the way he speaks, acts, and just pretty much generally is towards Now people. I think Marco Rubio is really concerned about it. I think he brought it up, didn't he? <laughs> he did with the hands thing yeah. that just, oh my God. But anyway, and then our last topic of the day is uh, we're going to be discussing... Uh, some accusations and things that may... Oh, yes. Yeah, some uh, some pretty heavy stuff, and we're going to get into that later. So, J'accuse! Uh, yes, it's terrible and terrifying. So please, Dan, take it away. Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll just get right into the big heavy stuff, you know? Topic number one of the day um, is, is the fact that we had a huge, and what some people consider hurricane-strength winds... Well, 81 miles an hour will do that to you. Uh, yeah, we had this. It, this occurred late Tuesday night and all through Wednesday uh, of this previous week, uh, putting down trees and power lines. Uh, trees falling into power lines, trees falling into cars, houses, businesses. Also, the wind snapping power lines in half and knocking them down. Um, but like I said, I don't believe anybody was seriously injured. Uh, there was plenty of property damage. Lots. And I, I couldn't even tell you the total cost. I couldn't quantify that for you. I haven't heard. Um, I'm sure they're still estimating because there are still... Uh, our local utility source for most people is RG&E. Rochester Gas and Electric. But they had to outsource. Not outsource, but uh, subcontract. They need to pull help. in. Back up the cavalry. Yeah, they need to call them back up from all over the the northeast. We got people coming in from Vermont, Quebec, Canada, uh, all over the place, hundreds of miles away. Utility companies are coming in and helping out. In fact, one of the biggest issues that they're having is that they don't even have enough telephone poles on reserve to fix all the ones that broke. Uh, I just I. I just have a tough time believing that it's this difficult. I understand a day without power. I understand a 24-hour time frame where we don't have any power. But there wasn't. it wasn't like we were all of a sudden under 12 feet of snow. It wasn't even like it was a rainstorm. It, there was some rain here and there. It was wind. It was high-powered wind. You know, really? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I was... Uh, 81 miles an hour rock is not something to be taken lightly. And I think maybe the reason why you're having a hard time digesting the magnitude of the situation is because wind is invisible. Wind is invisible. And if I have if an we issue. were under 12 feet of snow, you'd be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. That To me, that makes sense. The wind is like, you know, it's invisible. I don't believe in invisible things. I don't believe in the invisible man. I don't <laughs> Doesn't mean it in, didn't happen. I don't believe in God. You know, these invisible things that they don't mean anything to me. And I am trying to watch Rick and Morty. 
I'm, oh I'm my trying. god! I have I have a child. Um, I, you notice how I said Rick and Morty first. I brought up my child second. <laughs> Father of the year. Uh, Father good guy. of the year. He's a good guy, everybody. Um, but in all seriousness, you know. And then I called him. I get this woman. She's like, "What you want me to do? What you want me to do? I want you to turn the fucking power on. That's what I want you to do." Wait, I go, wait, 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 wait. So this whole thing started with a conversation you had. Yeah, I called RGD and I said, "When the fuck am I getting power again?" You didn't phrase the question that way. I just said, hey, what's the deal with the power? It's been more than 24 hours, and we don't have any. Yeah. And her response was, we don't know. We don't have an ETA. And I gave her the area that I live in. I said, I live in this area. And she goes, okay, well, do you have a phone number? I said, I I don't know how that's relevant. I just want to know, this is my area. What's the ETA for the power? Her response is, well, we'll have someone from that department give you a call and let you know what the ETA is. Okay. My response was, I don't want a call. I want you to turn the power on. I don't want, I don't need, I go into a room, I flip a switch, lights are on. No one just walks over, oh, this area needs power, give them switch now. Connect the wires. The wires were broken, connect them. There were a lot of wires down. So get a lot more duct tape. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I was displeased at the handling of all of it. You go to their website, and it's supposed to give you like a roundabout time that the power comes on. It's really hard when all it says is assessing, 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 assessing. And I heard a friend of mine, uh, a friend, uh, a friend of ours, we we call Captain. Mm-hmm. He says that he's first of all he's out in his garage in full winter clothing with no power in his house. He pulls out his camp stove mm-hmm. and his camp uh, coffee maker, which both use propane tanks, so he's prepared. Yeah. And he says that they have the audacity to send a meter reader out. There so? were there were meter readers out. He walked up to the meter reader and said, excuse me, do you have any information as to the ETA? And they said no. And he goes, well, you're perfectly fine coming over here and read my meter, aren't you? Why don't you... What does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? What... There is a national emergency, and you're out me- reading meters. Okay, one, the meter readers are not trained to fix utility wires. They are trained and hired to walk the streets and read numbers. That's their job. Okay? Well, so just because folks, some folks, happen to be out of power, doesn't mean that these guys have to lose pay or hours. They can walk up to your meter and say, okay, you're at this number still. Guess what? You you probably just saved money on your electric bill. Yes, I guess it's more the point of they should get paid for their time, and RG&E should pay them for their time and tell them to, to sit that one out today. Because Why sit it out? They still have to read the meter whether or not you're using electricity or not. I just feel like it's a slap in the face. If an RGE employee comes to the home in this type of crisis, it should be to fix the issue, not to read my meter. They can do that next week. The numbers are still going to be there. Okay, but you're in a hospital, okay? I'm in and a hospital. Let's say, let's say a huge major accident occurred. Sure. Hundreds and hundreds of people have to be admitted into this hospital, but there's just not enough doctors. Okay. Okay, to do surgeries. Okay. But there are still, like, janitors... And nurses and technicians that have to do their job, you're not going to look at them and go, get out of here. It's a slap in the face that you're even here right now. 
because there aren't enough surgeons. I mean, if I was in a bed lying there half dead and a janitor walked in, I mean, if he was out in the hallway, that's one thing. But he walked in. The janitor's got to clean your toilet, man. He's got he's to do his job. Listen, you're being very logical right now. It makes me uncomfortable. All right, so it sounds like we've settled it. You're you're just being illogical and irrational. And oh, you're completely. Upset. Everything I'm saying is emotionally driven. Like literally I'd everything also like I'm to saying right now. To the viewers, that all viewers. you had to do, listeners, viewers, <laughs> uh, all all you had to do was put the stuff in your either don't open your fridge, okay? If you want to stay in your house while there's no power, don't open your fridge for anything, and that stuff will be good for four to five days. We did that. Or if you want to continue to open your fridge, don't even use your fridge. Put your stuff outside. It's freezing out. Do you think a raccoon's going to come across here? It's not. Well, you're. I mean, put maybe it in a, a cooler. Maybe outside. A put it in a cooler outside. Okay. With a lock on it. I. I just. I don't trust squirrels, and that's something you were going to yeah, discuss. Yeah, we'll get later. into that. Or. Uh, man up and go stay with a family member. Ugh, ew. Yeah, that's right. Ugh. Because let me tell you, my uh, my wife's grandparents stayed with us for a few days. Jesus. Now, we have a very small house. It's not very small. It's it's not it's not like in law stay with you size. I mean, but but at the same time, it's not the Taj Mahal, but you don't have a small house. Stop at the same time, short. they're little, so it's okay. They are a little. They are a little. Just have them sleep in the cupboards. And they go to bed early. That's always a good thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess for the most part, uh, the community is still just barely getting over the hump with this major disaster. It really is a disaster. Um, several towns in the area were uh, states of emergency. Uh, I was working. I was not working that day. I had the day off. But a lot of people who were working outdoors... Uh, we're not called back, and that's upsetting. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, it looks like most people have got power by now. So I think there's still a few people without it, but what'd you do? You had to go, what, three or four days without power? <coughs> well, we Are you lost, a changed man or what? We lost power, what was it, uh, Tuesday night, and we didn't get it back till Thursday night. Oh. I know. I... It was it was very difficult. It was very difficult. And, you know, of course, at the same time, I kind of had some personal matters happening at the exact same time. It's possibly the worst um, time for that. And then on top of that, I, well, not on top of that. I heard that some, some of my friends texted me last night and were like, hey, we just got power, like Saturday night, mm-hmm. which was last night. Um, and I talked to a few people who still don't have power right now. And for them, for those people, I feel like that's really absurd. Like, I'm being emotional. I'm reacting emotionally. But for the folks that still don't have power, I mean, really, f- fuck you, our genie, honestly. <laughs> like, for those people. For me, I'm that's being... not fair. I'm being irrational and emotional. But yeah. for those folks, especially the ones that still don't have power, like, get your thumbs out of your asses with your union workers. Oh, go... No, 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 no. You're going you're gonna to want to make a retraction right there. A retraction on what? Are you attacking union workers? I'm attacking the fact that I work in the real world and I don't have a union. 
And so and you're like, jealous. I don't have well obviously that's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, there you go. You're jealous you don't have a union. But it would you know, it'd be nice to live in a world where you just either everyone had a union or no one had a union. You chose your profession. No, the profession you, chose me no, because I don't have an you education. Applied. You applied. Yes. There you go. Well, I'm not good at anything else. <laughs> don't take it out on unions, buddy. Listen, we'll dis- uh, unions will be another podcast. We'll discuss that in okay. another podcast. And I'll bring my president of the union in. He can fucking destroy you. That's good. I'm just... I- while he's talking, I'm just going to pull my dick out the entire time. <laughs> or I'm going to plug my ears and go, I'm not listening. Okay, so next topic, because uh, that's kind of... Let's just move into this... Um, I'll, no, no, no. Let's go to a different topic. We'll come back to that. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about Trump Tower uh, being bugged, wired? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was that was my topic for today. Oh, jeez. Is the... Um, the absurdity, the stupidity. I think the topic of this entire episode should be wild accusations. Yeah, that's actually a very good way of putting it. Um, so, from what I'm told, not what I'm, not really what I'm told, what I've looked up, what I've researched, what I've seen, is that there was an article written on, on Breitbart. Breitbart? Breitbart. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter that's, because that's it, yeah. literally... Every single person that is affiliated with, reads, works for, smells like, is anywhere within 50 feet of Breitbart is a piece of human garbage. <laughs> and I don't care if you got a problem with that. You can you can tell me and then fuck yourself pretty yeah. much immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, had an article that President Barack Obama was wiretapping Trump Tower during Trump's election. Now, Breitbart's news is the equivalent of the Inquirer. It's literally, it's not news. They are a group of uneducated people that love to call themselves white nationalists or the alt-right. Now, now how do you know they're not educated? Read any of their articles, which I I had to push myself through today. Like, for instance, an article I read that gays have to pretend to be straight because then they can procreate and give us our best artists, musicians, and people with the best fashion sense. That that's an article. I think they might be onto something. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to leap across this table. I'm going to leap across this table. Uh, it's wildly ridiculous. It's incredibly ridiculous. Borderline. Not borderline. It's offensive. Um, they create an art. They, they have an article about this. And then you've got this. You've got Satan himself, Bannon, who's in the cabinet some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Trump is probably told of this article. And then he runs with it, with literally zero evidence. There's no evidence of this whatsoever. Sad. S- sad. Sad. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you got former President Barack Obama. Correct. Oh, but at the time, he was still president, is, is what the accusation is. Correct. He had Trump Tower wired. Supposedly. Supposedly to 
what, get intel on what Trump's next move is for him to slip up and say something? And that's exactly it, is what I'm trying to understand is that Donald Trump was running against Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So what exactly... Well, obviously, Brock, as a Democrat, is going to do what he can to make sure, and he was very vocal about it. He campaigned for her. Well, of course, but I guess... So a judge, there was a a judge that had stated that, first and foremost, the president can't just order wiretaps. Right. That has to go through, what was it, the Justice Department? Yes. Okay. So this judge said, and he was quoted, I can't remember the name of the judge, was... The President of the United States, no matter who he is, would have to get it approved by the Justice Department. However, if Trump Tower was actually being wiretapped, that means Donald Trump is in deep shit Mm -hmm. for something else. So maybe shut the fuck up, Donald Trump? (laughs) I I mean, I don't know. Yeah, usually you need a a warrant in order to to wiretap someone's business or private property. Exactly. Uh, you, you don't just do it, and even the president is not above that. Well, and it's just like he's such a child. He is a man-child because yeah. it's like you won. You won the election. How many people, Dan, let me ask you a question. Do you do you watch the Olympics? Yes. Do you watch the people that do? You mean the fully capable ones? The fully capable ones, not the yeah. handicapable ones, because those are just comedy for the rest of us. <laughs> I said it. I didn't mean it, but it just sounded funny as it came out. Did Which, by the way, by the way, the side note: the Special Olympics. They should be televised nationally. Absolutely. Uh, I know that they do. Basically, they do it regionally. It's not like I don't know if they do one for the entire world at once. They do them regionally. Really? And I believe. Yeah, I think the Special Olympics are. Now, there's Paralympics that occur about a week or two after the regular Olympics. Is that like the wheelchair basketball guys? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's Which so I fun think, to watch. I think some of that is televised, but I, as far as the Special Olympics go locally, I think that they, they really should televise those because people really should see that. I mean, though, this... Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to touch that right now. Um... But let's get back to the to let's the get back to the issue at hand. The here. issue so, at hand. So do I watch the Olympics? Yes. Okay. Do you ever watch the 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 running the the guys that run running? Wow, you're run, a was great. A running. You're great at sports, buddy. The, the what is it? The dash? The forty? The meter, dash? What the, are you? They, uh, the the one where the Jamaican guy constantly wins. Yes. What's his name? Well, he runs in many events. Usain Bolt. Yes. That dude. First of all, that dude is awesome. He is. He's a great, great human being. Yeah. Everything I've read about Dude, him. when he's winning, while he's winning, he turns to the camera and smiles. Like, as he's running. Yes, but my question is, do you ever Crazy. see you ever see Usain Bolt? Yeah. Okay. He runs the race. Inevitably, he wins the race. Right. Correct. Okay. Still now, to this day. I mean, I don't think he's going to be competing anymore. Not sure about that. Well, let me bring this back around to Donald Trump. Okay? Right. So when Usain Bolt wins... Does he then go to the folks that announce his winning, and do they ask to ask how many feet or inches he won by? Well, no, one because it's on camera, so he wouldn't. Have Does to he ask go them. to the tape though? But Does two, he... he he wouldn't ask that question because he's not a ridiculous person. So I won, I won, and I know I won, and I won so good, and I won so big, so bigly, so bigly. 
Like, he doesn't do that because he, he's a human being that is a normal person. Yeah. Except for the, the super speed. I mean, he should be one of the Avengers. Okay, well, the issue with Trump questioning or even bringing up winning by how much or losing by how much is because there was already controversy in the primaries with... And there was already deep-seated belief within the Republican Party that voter fraud exists. Even though the experts uh, all agree that there is minute, minute voter fraud that occurs. If at all. If at all. And even if it did exist, it was not nearly enough to have an effect on the outcome of any election. But well, three million <clears throat> illegal immigrants that that voted for Hillary right. Clinton. Right. So during the primaries, uh, Trump shot up quickly in the polls and started crushing people. But then there was a lull. There was a bit of a dip. I believe Kasich. Kasich I don't uh, remember. May have won one of the states or got close to winning. Uh, so he had a bit of a lull there, and he began calling out. The Republican Party uh, chair, Rince Priebus, whatever his name is. Yeah, it's Rince, stupid. Rince uh, What's I can't say his name. It's a stupid Rince name. Rince Myanus. He called him out and said that Rince he Mianus. was uh, essentially fixing it, that it was rigged. He was saying that the political process for the primaries in the Republican Party is rigged. The it's RNC rigged. chair is rigging it. It's all rigged. Because he wasn't winning as much as he thought he was. Okay. That's insanity. Yeah. I sh- so I'm winning, but I should be winning more. Right. So wow. then he ends up winning the primary by a long shot, crushing everybody in his, in his wake uh, to the point where it was months before they even called it, where the, uh, you know, the RNC comes in and says, yeah, yeah, yeah you're our guy. And it was months before that, and everybody knew it. Jesus. Uh, so then he wins the primary, and then when he begins to go up against Hillary, the whole voter fraud thing comes up again because he's worried, okay, you know, I may run into this issue again. It's always something that I can use as a scapegoat if I'm not winning, etc. And we also know that, well, Hillary is a bit crooked anyway. She does definitely has a past. I don't like calling her crooked Hillary, but her past is not... A golden yellow road. Listen, just a a short tangent on that, okay? I didn't vote for Hillary, and I didn't vote for Donald Trump. And I did vote, though. However, Hillary Clinton would have been a better choice. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying, in the context of talking about corruption... Oh, yeah, she's not shy. You need to keep certain things within earshot, because that's... All right. That's what we're talking about. Right? Okay, I so you. now it comes down to the actual election, and he obviously the media. Not only was the media anti-Trump, but in my opinion, they were just they were trying to be unbiased. But it was just like for all these educated people out there that are also reporters and journalists. How do you not be anti-Trump? Exactly. If you have a functioning brain, you're anti-Trump. Right. It, it, so, it looks like there's no way he's going to win, right? Like, 
everybody in this country, most people have common sense in this country, right? So he's he's ahead in the polls. And the pollsters, we all know that the polls are not nearly as accurate as they could be. They're really not. Uh, and he ends up winning. Now, he ends up winning the Electoral College, which, of course, is what you need to become president. But he loses a popular vote. And this is brought up to him over and over again after he's lost. So, yes, he's a big baby. Huge baby. Huge. Coming from his point Huge of baby. view... If you're constantly being reminded by the other side that you didn't win a popular vote, for someone like him with an ego like his, he's going to fight back somehow. So it's, I'm saying it's not like no one's mentioning this fact, you know? It's not like he's pulling it out of nowhere. He really is upset about the fact that he lost the popular vote and we keep shoving it in his face. And we should be. We should be shoving it in his face. We should be shoving it in his ass Honestly, you, he lost the popular vote because he—I I don't know. I, I don't know what more to say other than I'm disgusted by this country right now to choose this man mm-hmm. to be the leader of the free world, period. It's disgusting. It's horrid. Um, it's— tested some relationships I have with people, friends of mine that have actually voted for this person, family members. And the worst part is, especially when it's family, Mm -hmm. because it's not so much that they voted for Donald Trump. It's so much that you thought that your family was better than that. Someone that was a big part of your life Standing up for someone who makes fun of the mentally handicapped, who someone who has no morals, someone who is severely uneducated. I don't care what anybody says. He's not that great of a businessman. He Hmm. got a bunch of money from his father. He wrote a book, The Art of the Deal. Fuck the art of the deal. Or was that that ghostwritten? We get some fact checking on that one. It was probably ghostwritten. But the fact of the matter is, bringing it back, to have a a sitting U.S. president get a news article, and I use the term news loosely, okay, to have a news article at the equivalent of the Inquirer or Star Magazine, Mm -hmm. and then tweet about it, and then talk about making, wanting to make an investigation about it off of this article without any actual evidence to me, is terrifying, disgusting, and something needs to be done about it. I cannot wait for this man to be impeached, and then we got to deal with Pence, and that's a whole other story for another time. It um, really is. All right, so that, that was a good topic, right, that we talked about? Oh, absolutely. Why don't um, we take a break here? We do have an ad. We yes. Do, we, we do have a sponsor. And our sponsor today... Well, I just got to say, we've been getting calls and calls for sponsors. So many calls. And, uh, well, I'm really happy about this one. Uh, this this product is called Oopsies. Oopsies? Tell me more. Uh, for young professionals on the go. They need diapers, too. You know how you've been sitting in meetings or stuck in traffic if Absolutely. you live in a major city? And, you know, because of your diet and your fast lifestyle... Of course. You can't get to a bathroom, or at least you don't want to. No, not at all. Why not be able to shit your pants? Is this real? I don't... I mean, 
I keep, I don't know, man. I keep getting these emails and phone calls about this stuff. I don't think they're real. I have I mean, you seen any money coming in for these ads? No, I haven't seen a dime for anything that we've recorded so <sighs> far. Well, I'll just read the rest of this in case it is. Here's a catchphrase: "Oopsies." Because why do babies and old people get to have all the fun? That can't be real. Honestly, I think about shitting my pants often. And in fact, I think I'm going to shit my pants during this break. We'll be right back. Okay. Now, there's a particular intersection that has been giving me issues because there are police that sit in their vehicles with the lights on at the outer edges of the intersection. This isn't a normal intersection. This, it's not like a four-way intersection. There are two side roads, okay. like utility roads that trucks would use, parallel to the main road. Where, where about? It's on Mount Reed. Mount Reed. Mount Reed Driving Park is the intersection. Okay, I'm familiar. So they closed off the side roads so you can't get down them. Okay. So now you just have two lanes, one lane going south, one lane going north. And you can't even... You can't make U-turns, so, and the side roads are closed off, so you can't turn anywhere. You literally have to go straight. So there's, there's actually no reason to even stop now. The light is out. Okay. Yeah. There's no reason to turn. There's no intersecting traffic coming through. It's been blocked off. So you should, in essence, just... Go like treat it almost like an expressway. You're just one yeah. side is going one way, one side is going the other. Right. Way. There's literally no reason for there to even be a, st- a street light there now because of the side roads have been locked off. Okay. There's police there, not directing traffic. Hmm. So most people understand that when the light is out, you treat it like it is a four-way stop. You You're come up to the intersection, stop, look around, and go. If there is four ways. Right, and that's the catch. There isn't, there isn't four ways. It's just go. So I come up to this, and I'm stopped, and I understand, okay, everybody else is stopping, and there's cops here. I'm not literally going to blow through the intersection. Well, no. Even though there actually isn't, there isn't a reason to stop at all. There literally is no reason to stop. No, based on what you're describing, just so I understand it correctly, there are it's a it's a four-way intersection. Right. The the lights that normally direct traffic are out because of our incredible windstorm and yeah. our genie's ineptitude. And but the thing is the two other sides are completely blocked off, so there is no intersecting traffic. So it should just be left lane going one way, right lane going the other way, except for the fact that because there are police there, people are actually treating it like a four-way stop, even though there is no four-way stop. Right, because there's an outed light, they think, okay, stop. Which is fair. So I'm not even upset with other people's assumption as to what to do. They're being safe. Fair. What I'm bothered by is that not only are, are there cops there 24 hours a day, or at least during the heaviest parts, you know, because that's when I see them. During the heavy flow. Uh, sitting in their cars, not helping traffic flow. But I drove home the other day, and I saw in the other lane, going the opposite direction, a car not even stopped. He literally drove through it, just like I was describing how we should be treating it. Okay. Zipped right past the cop. 
Now, there are, there are two cops, one at that side of the intersection and one at the other. No one did anything. So now I'm thinking, wait, I was right? You could just drive right through? It doesn't matter? They're not stopping this guy? That's what I would assume at this point. Or did the cops just not give a shit either way? It could be either. It could. It really could be either because they were not doing much of anything. Now, can I preface this with, yeah. and I'm sure you'd agree with me, um, I have friends that are police officers, uh-huh. uh, friends I went to high school with that are police officers now. Um, Don't be rude. They're called pigs. <laughs> no, but I guess I'm going the other way with this where I, I, I believe in the police force. Mm-hmm. I, I am a pro- I'm a proponent of the police department, I think that it takes a special kind of person to do it. Now, obviously, in the turmoil that we're in currently, yes, there are shitty cops. There are cops that are shitty, and I hate to say this, but it's a flip of the coin. I've dealt with cops that are complete pieces of human garbage, and I've dealt with cops that are just excellent, great. Recently, I dealt with a, with a detective who was a fan, fantastic man. Really, really good guy. And, and it happens. But I guess the point I'm making, to your point, is... Why the hell weren't more police out, especially at the largest intersections, like in Henrietta, mm-hmm. where there was a 8, 16, 24, what is that, 36? I don't know what you're counting, but... Uh, lanes. Oh, yeah. East, East Henrietta and Jefferson Road. Yes, yes, huge, huge the lights, intersection. The lights were out. Huge. Huge. And, again, to your exact point, you know, people are treating it like a four-way stop. But when you have that many lanes... And then there are turning lanes within those. Exactly. Yeah. And there was no police presence. So I'm sitting there waiting to to get through this intersection. To be honest with you, I'm terrified. I have my daughter with me. Oh, yeah. I have my kid with me. I don't... Honestly, I'm at a point in my life where if I get into an accident, I'm dead. I'm dead. That's just what... I'm not going to put my kid in that situation, nor should I have to. Mm -hmm. There should have been police officers out directing traffic to make it safe. And in my head, I go, you know what? There's going to be an accident here, period. I, I went through. I had to come back the other way. I come back the other way. There's four or five police cars now. there now. Oh, why, why is that? Because there was an accident. Oh, Proactive versus reactive. Come yes. on, police department. You're smarter than this. I've seen an episode of CSI. You're yeah. smart people. Direct some goddamn traffic. Well, I think one of the bigger questions is, okay, so Henrietta does not have their own police department for the municipality, correct? They rely on the Monroe County Sheriff Department. Well, Monroe County Sheriff's, let's go. So, obviously, they have a, you know, they have less officers to go around. I don't want them out to at every single intersection, but, I mean, the largest of... That's a huge and dangerous yeah. intersection. That should have taken precedence over most things. And there are other intersections like that that should have been taken into account. They weren't. Accidents happen. Yeah. People are stupid. Plus, this was 5 o'clock rush hour. Yeah. You know, it was also a Friday, which means everyone's rushing to get out of work to go home and start the weekend. So you've got... Five o'clock traffic on a Friday, and in my mind, everybody's stupid. Literally, mm-hmm. every person is oh, stupid yeah. besides me. And I you, think another to add on to what you were saying, the frustration is that this 
major catastrophe, at least for our area, <laughs> catastrophe uh, occurred Wednesday. Correct. So, so I, you, you could give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt Wednesday afternoon or even into Thursday morning if they didn't have the resources to help out. But we're talking to, but Friday afternoon, and the sheriff's department couldn't call in sheriff's departments from, from other counties to come in and help direct traffic in areas that they know are going to be problems. Especially that intersection, exactly. You know what I mean? So now you tell me that the, the Orleans County Sheriff's Department, the Yates County Sheriff's Department didn't have any extra people that they could have sent up here. Hey, go help out Monroe County because in Henrietta they don't have their own police force and they were they rely on the Sheriff's Department and they're kind of stretched thin. Two days later they couldn't figure that out? Exactly. I mean, I don't know how it works, but that's that's the first thing I would do. I couldn't agree with you more, and it's it's sad that two very unimportant people doing a very unimportant podcast are thinking about these things right now. Or at least, okay, let's say that they just there is no way for that to happen. Let's say there's no way for any other officer of any other, even even like the old retired people. You know, say a, a, a rent a cop, a security guard, in, in some way. Couldn't put on a yellow vest and stand out there. Let's say you couldn't find a single person to do it. Then you know what you do? You shut down the intersection. Yep. You do not allow people to go through a major intersection like that if you can't direct the traffic. Correct. Yeah. That, I mean, those, sucks, those people that got into that accident, I mean, I hope they're okay. But I have no idea. I assume it could have been a lot worse. Thank God I had all right turns on the way back. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, someone could have been seriously hurt. Someone could have been killed. Because it's it goes to people's self-importance of, well, I need to get to where I need to go faster than you. So I'm going to make this left turn. I'm going right. to hope for the best. Um, but in, at the same time, in those instances, I feel you should be more aggressive. I put my I put one hand on the horn. And I wait my for what I think my turn is. I'm patient, and but when I'm like, okay, I'm committing to this. You commit to it fully, and I lay on the horn. I don't care, even if no one's coming. I lay on the horn and I drive through because at least it gets someone's yeah. attention. And if I have a kid in the car seat in the back of my car, that's my main thought. If you want to wipe me off this earth, okay. But I'm, if I have someone else in my car, I, I prefer that they're not harmed. Like, I don't want harm to come to them, especially my kid. Especially my... If you were in my car, I'd, I'd feel similar. Not exactly the same, but I still wouldn't want, a kid, want you to be yeah. killed. Well, it comes down to preparedness by our... By the people in charge. Absolutely. The county level, the township level, the city, um, even the region. I mean... I don't know this for sure, but I, I got it's Louise Slaughter out there saying, hey, the, the folks I represent are are getting shit on right now and they need help. Is she out there asking for help? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is I'll she wait. rolling up her sleeves and, and bringing out generators to people and fresh water? I don't see her doing that. I don't see her doing that either. But, you know, you can't spell slaughter without laughter. Yeah. So my biggest problem is not that, okay, yeah, we had this big catastrophe and that things are taking time. I know you have a big issue with how long it takes our genie to get power back to people. I don't have an issue with that. I know that they're working hard. My issue is about the people who are in positions of power 
that allow intersections to go dark for that many days mm-hmm. without somebody volunteering or being paid to stand there. That's just not, it's not okay. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I mean, fine. You don't have enough electrical poles on backup to fix them. I get that. But now let's learn our lessons and say, you know what? That's all it took. Yeah. That's all it took. And now we're we're out of power for four or five days. Yeah. Jeez. Dude, I, I just, I don't, there were so many failures in this and so many different levels and people were were hurt, and it's just a friggin' it's an unholy mess. Um, but you know, on the positive side, things seem to be coming back. Things seem to be working better now. There's far more people with power. You know, and it harks back. They harked back to you know that same week where this occurred mm-hmm. is the same week. Uh, well, no, it's actually the week. After no, no, it's the same week as the uh, 1991 ice storm. Yeah, which uh, occurred in the beginning of March. Twenty six years ago. Twenty six, yeah, because my brother will be twenty six, and my brother was born during the ice storm. Yeah, my brother uh, was like, "Hey, I'm coming out of your vagina," um, right on the sixth of March, and wow. they couldn't get an ambulance out because of the ice storm. So my dad put my mom in her his pickup truck. And just drove over or over down power lines to get to the hospital. In the bed of the pickup truck? In the bed, yes. He, he strapped her down using some good old tie-downs <laughs> and prayed for the, the well, where were you? Were you, where, were you in the middle? Well, this is the thing. Because of the ice storm, nobody had any power. So my dad, who bought every single technological goodie that was just unnecessary, finally had a reason to use one of them, which was his generator. So he pulled his generator out, and everyone mm-hmm. in my family was staying at my house. Because we had a generator. Yeah. So they left. My grandparents were there. So I woke up and my mom and dad were gone. And my grandma was like, hey, your brother's being born right now. So you're going to hang out with us. And we're yeah. going to go to the hospital later and see your mom and your new brother. Yeah. My brother was a baby. Uh, how old is your brother? Uh, 70. Your brother's 70? No, he was... Um, he was born in 1990. Oh, okay. So uh, and so in 91, older. March of 91, he wasn't quite a year. Yeah. And I guess my mom says she brought him into the major, the master bedroom mm-hmm. with my mom and my dad mm-hmm. to keep him safe. I want to say I was still sleeping in the garage at that point. <laughs> so safe from you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, the, the parent, my parents were just like, I know it's scary outside. I know there's a lot of things going on, but, um, it's just best if you're outside in the garage. Wow. I was seven. Uh, Well, I was actually, I was eight. I'm not gonna lie. That explains a lot about you. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. They brought him into the, into the bedroom. Yeah. He was a baby. Uh, and so if, and we had a big tree in the backyard, Mm -hmm. if part of that had come down on the house, it probably would have come down on my bedroom. So my mom says that she brought me into their bedroom, but I don't remember that. I remember sleeping through the whole thing and waking up the next morning just looking out at my backyard in shambles. I'm like, whoa, did we get a tornado? Yeah. What happened? But I don't know. When you're a kid, it's hard to remember left and right. Yeah, I was was five. 
Um, the only thing I distinctly remember waking up, my parents weren't there. So immediately I had anxiety. I was five years old. So I did my typical morning routine as a five-year-old. I made myself an Irish coffee and <laughs> lit a cigarette and, uh, you know, waited it's to hear from my parents. And I know that you did that. Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? But yeah, I mean, it, it, it does. It, this whole disaster during that same week does hark back, like I said, to the, the ice storm of 91. Yeah. Um, here's another ad I just got in. Oh, okay. I just got it in. I don't even have time to like see what it is. I'm just going to read it. Sure. All right. This one's called Bubble. Bubble. Tell me more. Um, I guess uh, it's a device that you plug into your TV. Yes. And it filters news stories. It filters news stories so you only hear the ones that you agree with. Oh, this is very this is a very handy tool. Yeah. So basically, whether you're surfing the internet on your computer, because I guess you can do that too, you can you can download the app for your phone. Okay. And you can plug this device into your TV, and anything news related. After you answer some simple questions about your personality, you know what state you're from, how racist you are. Uh, Basically, you only get the news stories that you agree with. Wow. So if I were to download the app and I were to say I'm a white landowning male, that I'm a Nazi sympathizer, and that I hate anyone and everyone that looks different from me, I'm pretty much just going to get Breitbart. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Pretty good, right? That's a great That's a great It's sponsor. called Bubble. I think I understand why. Bubble. To keep you safe from everything else. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's their tag. Uh, I, again, I don't know if that's real. I just, I'm just reading what I get off the air here. Um, let's continue on. Out and about. Yes. We talked about that. We intersections and, yep. and ice storms. That's yep. fun, right? Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's call some people out. This, this is our, what, our fuck you section? This is called... Fuck you, but, uh, you know, I had an out about too. Oh, you did? I did. I forgot about you. That's so great. I mean, we can do... Go ahead, little guy. What what, what happened to you this week? What happened to me this week? What didn't happen to me this week? Oh, yeah. Just a little story. So, uh, you know, this out and about is really, you know, story time. It's it's what... It's what has happened to us that's made us lose faith in mankind um, Mm. while out in the world. Um, Mine has to do with the fact that this week um, I had been accused of a uh, pretty serious crime. I can't discuss any more than that whatsoever, as it's still open. However, uh, everything's going to be fine. I've already spoken to, you know, the local police. I've spoken to everyone involved. And it, the entire cry, it's all false. It's all going to be thrown away. Um, and I'm not concerned about it. And that's the thing, is I don't have a concern about the crime itself because the crime was, was never committed. And everyone agrees with that, including law enforcement at this point, um, that it was uh, pretty much... Uh, uh, what, what's the word? Uh, there's a dog chasing a tail. There, there was nothing mm. actually to chase down. I think more the issue for me 
is I've never been in this type of situation before, and now it kind of makes me think about other people that have been accused of things that they they didn't do. Innocent um, until proven guilty. Not in this country, though. Yeah. Really not in this country. It's really there's no such thing as innocent until yeah. proven guilty. It's just you've been accused. You'll always be guilty no matter what. And that's what that's what I'm struggling with. Even if, yeah, even if, um, like, let's say, for example, with the OJ mm-hmm. situation, let's sure. say DNA testing came out, mm-hmm. like uh, other people came forward and it was just undeniable not him. Correct. Like he literally had nothing to do with it, right? Which is not true, but I know which is hypothetically, hypothetically right? yes. Still, simply because a finger was pointed at him, you mm-hmm. can't get that out of your head. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe he did do it. You know? Yeah. His image is, is therefore tainted. Oh, for forever. I mean, he's never going to be known again for being a, an amazing running back, an amazing tailback. He's going to be known for murdering Ron Goldman and, and Nicole Simpson, yeah. uh, period. That's what he's always going to be known for. And I guess that's, uh, that's a fear. Not that that's what I'm always going to be known for because I'm not important. I'm not famous at all. Um, yet right yeah okay um (laughs) is is the fact that one first and foremost someone can even think that i could do something so incredibly heinous number one number two is having the embarrassment of the of law enforcement coming into my home Mm -hmm. to ask me questions about this very heinous crime is disgusting. It it turns the stomach and it makes you sick. And then after all is said and done, for everyone to pretty much say, "Yeah, this is a wild goose chase," and yeah, look, uh, we've already talked to witnesses, we've already talked to you, we've checked your home, and we've found nothing because nothing had happened. Um, even though that all occurred, it had to happen. That stuff had to happen. And, and it makes me feel like... You mean where law enforcement had to get involved? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And uh, let me tell you something. They, you know, I know a lot of people have all these horror stories. They handled this. I, I want to thank the law enforcement that were uh, part of what happened because they, they handled it gracefully. Um, they were very kind. Um, they, they did their job. They did their job, but they did it in a way that didn't make me feel so uncomfortable. I think that mm-hmm. is because I didn't actually do anything. I think that they maybe went into this already knowing that this was not true, mm-hmm. which I mean, was helpful because that's the truth. But it, when you've been accused of something so heinous that you didn't do, it, I, I haven't been able to really sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, because then you start to think, is this what people think about me? Is this what is this what people genuinely they think that this is something that you're capable of doing? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, because people would have to think that this is something I'm capable of doing to take it this far. Um, 
and here I am, you know, on our podcast discussing it. Um, well, I think the, the issue at hand is that because of the nature of the crime, your character, every inch of your character is at stake. Correct. Absolutely. And, you know, to be completely honest with you, and as I'm sure people know, I, I don't, I, I'm not, I've done things, you know, we all have. We've all done things we're not incredibly proud of. We've all of. peed on a bed in Russia. We've all done things like that before. But nothing that's like a heinous crime. Mm-hmm. We've all done things that are questionable. We've all done things that we were, we say, maybe I shouldn't have done that. We've we've all been in those positions. To say that you haven't been in one of those positions, you'll I'll show you a liar. Mm-hmm. But for someone to say something this heinous was in my character is by far it's disturbing. And again, just the title out and about and story time is things that make you lose faith in in mankind. And I think that if all the folks involved were to just be honest with each other, were to contact one another, and were to just say, hey, you know, this is what I was told occurred. Can you talk to me about it? Mm -hmm. And if whomever was involved did not like my answer, then they can very simply inform the local police department instead of just going directly to the police. Yeah. And that's really, that's hurtful because it's like, wow, I really thought that you thought that I was better than that, but I guess I was wrong. Well, I think, you know, there's always a grain of salt and you got to put yourself in other people's shoes, I think, considering, but, and And we we don't know the facts. facts. We just don't know all the facts. We don't have all the facts right now. Yeah, maybe someone was being malicious towards you. Maybe. It's and, possible. And maybe someone was just following up and double-checking, going through the proper channels. Also also very possible. Yeah. Also possible that whomever involved uh, didn't know it was going to get this big this quickly, mm-hmm. that it was going to escalate this quickly. Well, I would have to assume, based on the person and their profession and their training, that they would know that. Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, it, it really it really depends. I can't really get any deeper into it. Um, I have to stay very surface level. Um, so basically, you've had a nice week. You've lost power. <laughs> and you've been accused of a crime that you say you didn't commit. So everybody can relate to that. Well, I don't... I mean, again, see, that's that's those are the things that bother me. Those are the comments that bother me that you say you didn't commit. Yeah, I know. Well... That's and that's the thing. That's my fear. That's my biggest fear right there of this whole situation. A crime that you say you didn't commit. I, I'm, I'm right, but that's just the fact that, that we, we can, can say, say for sure right now. The, the fact is, is that the crime did not occur. That's the fact. Right. The issue is, is you have other people that don't know that fact. So when someone says to you, just like... I was just trying to be technical, that's all. (laughs) I'm just just saying, that's that's just just the the first technical thing that came out of my mouth. Doesn't mean that what you're saying isn't true, because you didn't commit the crime. I'm just saying, that's... When I I speak about the topic, uh, about things that... It's an ongoing investigation. I'm not saying there's a possibility it's true. I'm just saying, that's like the first words that come out of your head. 
You Correct. Know what I mean? Yes, and it's like I a mean, default. That's all. True, and let's be honest with the the type of crime that this is, with what I, I was accused of. If there was any truth or merit to it, I would not be on this podcast today. Like I would literally be in a jail cell. So there is no merit, um, and it's just it's it's rough. And I just I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about it. I just yeah. wanted to talk about what it, I, I you wanted to talk know. about it without talking about it. Well, yeah, but it's more of now I know what it's like when someone's like I I didn't do it. Or imagine those guys that spent years of their lives in prison for something they didn't do and some DNA evidence, you know, got them, got them off, you know, Acquitted. now I, I think about this. I think that I'm very lucky because, you know, all of the evidence points towards, I didn't do this because that's what the truth is. But imagine, just imagine spending all those years in prison for something you didn't do. Mm. You know, and now I can sympathize more. I can understand more. No, I'm not going to be doing years in prison like these guys have done for something they didn't do. But a finger was pointed at me, Mm -hmm. an accusatory finger, for something very heinous. And now I know know what that's like. I understand that now. I sympathize with it. And yeah, I haven't slept in in a few days. Someone I know personally mm-hmm. uh, this is just on the topic of why you don't have penalties for certain things so this woman uh, online said that hey maybe we should have uh, castration for sex offenders <laughs> and I'm thinking wait, 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 wait how do you know without a doubt that they did this or that that's why I don't necessarily believe in the death penalty. One, because I don't think that you should have a government mandate. You shouldn't kill people, and if you do, we'll kill you. Yeah. You kill a human being. But two, because there is a possibility that that person is innocent. I mean, out of 100 people that you kill, there could be a handful of people that were wrongly accused. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> just think about that alone. I mean, aren't their lives worth it? I, I don't know. Now, For those that didn't actually do it, yes. Right, so you, you castrate somebody, but you're not even sure that they are... I mean, do you know what it takes to be part of a, to be called a, a sexual offender? I mean, if you were an 18-year-old kid sleeping with a 17-year-old that you thought was older, or it was consensual, but because of the law, she's too young or something like that, it's like, now, now this 18-year-old kid's a sex offender? Well, yeah, that's like my buddy who got caught urinating in a um, yeah. a kid's. What was it? Uh, he was urinating in a on a jungle gym, but it was two a.m. There were no no kids. no kids around. It was dark. It was dark. It was, dark. It was Monroe Ave area. Uh-huh. Walking home from the bars, he had to take a piss. He saw this area that was a little off to the side, happened to be a playground, right. takes a piss, cops come over, what are you doing? He's got his dick in his hand yeah. at, on a playground at 2 a.m. He's a sex offender. He has kids of whom baseball games he cannot go to because he's not allowed to go there. Right. Right. He has parents that like hide him. Right. When he gets there, like make sure like he has like a baseball and a hood and like sunglasses. He has to go through all of that. Ironically, 
looking even creepier. Looking way creepier. Yeah. But it's just it's and no and no lawyer in the world can get that freaking moniker off of you. Right. Get you off that website. It's disgusting. Right. So, so yeah. No, 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 we should we should castrate everybody that's labeled a sex offender. Yeah, good idea. Terrible idea. Stupid. People, people are dumb, but anyway, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to talk about that. Um, I wanted to bring that into uh, into the light here, and um, you know, maybe when we get, maybe when this case is closed, I can uh, we can talk about it a little bit more. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna take a short break. Um, this break is brought to you by a new sponsor we just got today. Um, that new sponsor, uh, we're actually being told that. Uh, they will be our sponsor. Oh, and it's they're actually it's like an official sponsor. It's a well, it, they're making it very official. Um, wow, I, they're like threatening us that if we're not one of their sponsors, they're going to do harm. That's Breitbart. Breitbart is a new sponsor oh. of ours now. Um, pretty much, you will, we will be your sponsor, or we will kill your family. Um, did they email you? Because I got an email from them too. What, the, what was your email? Well, they wanted. Not only do they want to be our sponsor, they sent me copy to read for the for the listeners. Um, although this sounds controversial. Go ahead. I mean, I would. I don't want them to kill my family. All right. I guess we'll have to read it because you know our safety's at risk. It is. So Breitbart, I guess, um, wants to have color coded bands. This is just. Because there's there's confusion over refugees entering the country and immigrants legal or illegally entering the country. Okay, so they were thinking, why not just put color coded armbands on them, so that we can tell, okay, he's an immigrant, but he's legal. He's um, a, he's an immigrant, but he's illegal. But instead of sending them back, we'll just color code them, right, with armbands. Same with, like, refugees that are here for, like, asylum purposes, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because they're, they're not all the same, and it's racist to assume that they're all the same. Of course. Uh, so I mean, they're, and I think that's a good idea. I mean, then you can just tell everybody apart. That, that makes sense. Uh, the ad that they had sent me is for uh, what they're calling uh, Breitbart Summer Camp. And oh. it's opening this summer, um, and they are asking uh, that all people of the Jewish faith... Mm-hmm. Come to this camp. It's exclusively for them. Um, they they're very very excited about this camp. Um, the camp will be in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they're going to be doing fun crafts. And I got to tell you, I'm a little worried about this camp. Um, I'm terrified that if I don't read the rest of this ad, they're going to come here and literally kill everyone I know and love. There is a small red dot. Looks like a laser pointer on your forehead. But continue. Um, don't be nervous. I'm not gonna move. Um, <laughs> you know what? We're gonna figure out what's going on, and we'll be right, we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. Everybody is safe and happy. <clears throat> oh, happy's relative. All right. Well, we're all safe. Uh, let's say let's go right into our fuck you segment. Our fuck you segment. And by the way, we don't we don't endorse. Or encourage yes swearing or cussing. Never, we you should never fucking swear. <laughs> no fucking goddamn shitty shit no, swearing. No, you shouldn't. No, this but is a children's happens. show. This is a children's show. It happens. Okay, okay so, so um, 
I, I guess, guess Disney, Disney is doing a remake. A live action. A live action remake of their originally animated. Actually, even before it was a Disney animated movie, was it not some sort of movie way, way in the way back times of black and whiteness? I think so. I, d- I don't know. I mean, we all know it and love it as Beauty and the Beast, the animated film by Disney. Yeah. Uh, fantastic movie um, altogether. Uh, I love that movie. I still love that movie. I could watch mm-hmm. that a hundred thousand times. Um, it was also a live action TV show in the 90s. Yeah, it was strange. Yeah. I mean, I tried. I yeah. tried to kind of, eh, I'm interested, and nah, well, I'm not really. You actually tried to watch that? Yeah, I did, um, and it wasn't any good. That's weird. Yeah, okay. I know, I'm a, weird, I'm a weird person, but this is my fuck you, and the fuck you is to uh, the st- some folks in the state of Alabama um, that are boycotting this movie at their drive-in because at their drive-in they only show family kid-friendly films which i mean that's what disney has always done is created these family-friendly films you know obviously they ventured into new things as of recently with the marvel series as well as the star wars um series but at the same time you know at their core they're a family company they're they're for families disney world disneyland all that other stuff. Is it a big cash grab? Absolutely. But do they put out great entertainment? I like to think so. Yeah, I, they're trying to grab the imagination of children. Exactly. I mean, does that is that going to cause you to, to empty your pockets? Yes. Sometimes. Of course. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, uh, you know, they, it's a family-friendly film. So you've got this drive-in, and, you know, they're devout Christians or Catholics or other some other stupid, hokey, dumb religion um that they tell don't, us how you really feel well you know and and they're synonymous with the trump supporters and trump supporters you know they no not all of them yes all of them okay <laughs> and they're they're angry because it is stated that the first openly gay character will be featured It'll be LeFou, which is, or LeFou, or LeFou, I don't know, the little, exactly, Um, he is the little guy that follows around Gaston, our villain, and, wait, you can't tell me, if you watch the animated version of that film, that that candlestick was not gay. He, no, he, dude, he wasn't gay, he was trying to bang the feather duster, who was pretty obviously a woman. And, I mean, that, his actions were kind of questionable. All right, so maybe he swung both ways. Maybe. I mean, I'm telling you, he was, either gay or, he was either gay or French. Yeah. Was he? he was French. He was French, yes. You can't tell these days. You can't tell. What the difference is. You really can't anymore. But they're boycotting the film yeah. because of the first openly gay character, and they don't want the children subjected to this. Now, that is a bunch of right-wing conservative horseshit that keeps our country um it it holds us back as a people and they're never going to see it that way now if you were to ask these same people how they felt about you know communist russia if you ask them how they what, what would you think dan what do you think their answer would be if i were to go to these people that said 
that they're boycotting this film because it shows the first openly gay character and it's not right and and gayness is not godliness. When I say, well, okay, how do you feel about communist Russia? What do you think their answer would be? Well, I don't think they'd get past the word gayness that you used. <laughs> probably Homosexuality, not. Homosexuality, you mean? Uh, but they would probably use that term anyways. Uh, so if I said how, so how do you, if I ask the same people that are boycotting this film in Alabama, and I said, how do you feel about communist Russia? What do you think their answer Obviously, would be? that's the enemy. That's the right? enemy. I mean, they were brought up to think that, and for for a certain period of time, it certainly was true. So they they'd be shocked to find out that Russia is also beginning to boycott this one. Correct. Correct. Um, they have as an entire country an anti-gay, um, which is really funny when you have your dictator being Vladimir Putin who rarely wears a shirt and goes hunting on horseback with no shirt on um, and just looks like he likes to bang guys, which, again, it isn't a problem. I don't have any issues with gay men. I have issues with men that are gay, that hate themselves, that are self-hating, and then talk shit about other gay people. Mm. It's it's disgusting, and that's ridiculous. So I think really what you're getting at is that you have a problem with anyone, regardless of gender or sexuality that is hypocritical correct correct and and spews hate and anger onto other people exactly i spew hate and anger in in the form of love uh what this is my call out to the gay community uh at least here in the western civilized world sure um i would like you to invent a sex move with your gay partner uh, but come come up with it as a community, as a whole. Agree to it somehow. Okay. Um, and call it the Vladimir Putin. Yes. Oh, I like where you're going with Isn't this. Isn't that just a great sex name for something? It's great. It's kind of like what they did to um, to that politician who likened gays to uh, animal sex, to bestiality. Uh, who was that guy? They turned it into it a gay a move. There was a lot of them. But they, they actually took his name and they turned it into a gay move. And it was Googled so many times when you Googled his name that... Oh, really? Um, what was the guy's name? I can't remember it. It's going to bother me the rest of the the rest of the show. Google it. I could, I'll, I'll talk for a little bit. So my issue with... Uh, Googling. With Russia and the anti-gay thing uh, is that so many, just like you were saying, so many folks, let's say in Alabama or the South or the Bible Belt, etc., if you're a diehard um, believer that being homosexual is a sin, yet those values align with what's happening in Russia, and yet Russia is supposed to be the enemy, that must be some sort of conflict of interest. Am I right? I mean, you, you have to agree there. That's a conflict of interest. So, yeah. my call out to the gay community: come up with with. It doesn't even have to be really gross. You know, it's something that most people would Rick enjoy Santorum. doing. The Rick Santorum. Well, the to Santorum is uh, let's see, Santorum. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll say it on the podcast what it is. Come up with a Vladimir Putin. So, uh, Santorum is the f- 
frothy mixture of lube and fecal matter that is sometimes the byproduct of anal sex. <laughs> so that's that's definition one. Definition two, Senator Rick Santorum. Wow. Yeah, so they uh, pretty much did what they could to ruin this guy, which I'm glad that, that they did as a community because yeah. he's a disgusting human being. Um, frothy was the adjective. I love I love that term, frothy. Uh, so frothy. But yes. Well, just, just hypothetically, let's think. Let's, you and I are getting into it, right? Sure. We're trying to express our love physically. Absolutely. What What would we do to create a Vladimir Putin? What would that be? Um, or to Putin? I would have vicious, unadulterated illegal sex with you and then I would order your death because you're gay. The mm. so Vladimir Putin. No, we need we need to think of something like that that could actually happen. Well let's let's leave it up to our listeners, all three of them, to come up with an idea. I got an idea. What if okay, and you can even put this on video if you want. Okay. Not you, but the gay community. Um anytime you go horseback riding yep. with your partner. Okay. That's that's a Vladimir Putin. You're right? gonna Vladimir Putin on. Yeah, and he's gonna hate it. You're gonna hate he's it. Gonna think it's terrible. Or maybe um, to Putin, somebody would be to both of you take off your shirts and shave each other's chest. I mean, wouldn't that be cool? I don't know about you, but I'm, that's kind of turning me on right now. It's anything that just really gets under his skin. I know. That's really what I'm out. He's, I'm about. He's a piece of. He's another piece of human garbage. But I guess so. Circling back. You've got these people in Alabama that mm-hmm. want to ban this because it's not godly, it's not Christian, and then you've got the country of Russia that is currently having like their their secretary of entertainment uh, preview this movie to see if it's <laughs> to see literally to see how gay the character is before people in their country are allowed to see it. What's his little name again? Lara Lefou. Lefou. Yeah, not like he by Josh Gad. It's not like he walks around with an erection. Exactly. It's not like he's going to have gay sex. It's, it's still a Disney film. But it's it's the fact of the matter is is we need to start with inclusion. We need everyone to understand that everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And you may not agree with people's lifestyles. And that's fine. You don't have to agree with it. You do not have to agree with someone's lifestyle. That's perfectly acceptable. There are people whose lifestyles I don't agree with. For instance, I'm straight. I don't have sex with men. So how can I agree with a lifestyle of having sex with men? But at the same time, I don't hate you. Mm. I don't think you should be treated any less than me. I don't think that you should have any less rights than I do. I don't think that you should be censored. I don't think that you should be persecuted. It's really that simple. Live and let live. I don't care what it is that you do. And you know what? I think it adds a little flavor to make... uh, It adds flavor, uh, all right. (laughs) For to have this, you know, first gay character in a Disney film. I'm all about it. I support it. I think it's great. I think it's a great... It's a great... What about the lobster in Little Mermaid? That was one gay lobster. Come on, dude. Wait, was he French too? Sebastian? No, he was Jamaican. Oh. I just watched that yesterday. What are you saying? Kid. Jamaicans can't be gay? No, I'm not saying that. I just asshole. I didn't get a gay vibe from Sebastian. Here's a question. 
So a straight man is allowed to play a gay character in Hollywood. Sure. But Asians are not playing Asian characters. They're outsourcing to other people. Uh, Explain. Okay, so there's plenty of um, examples where in Hollywood the character is supposed to be Asian, but they'll find like a Native American to play in or somebody of a different uh, background. Do you have an example? That is, uh, no, not the top of my head. Oh, okay. And this is actually a problem where they're actually really, they're just not getting work. I don't understand. I, I, I genuinely don't get that. If you need an Asian person to play an Asian part, why would you not get some? I mean, B.D. Wong seems very available. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, but I'm trying to make a parallel here. If there are plenty of gay actors, why did Josh Gad get the part of a gay character? Well, uh, reading the article, uh, Josh Gad actually said himself that there, he wasn't written gay. Oh. He wasn't actually, like, there's nothing in the script or the screenplay or whatever that says that the that outright says the character is gay. What? There's nothing in there that's like, you know, LeFou um enters a room, um, room is dark, um, be really gay. <laughs> like there's nothing in there that like says so that So where is this coming from then? It was screened and uh-huh. it, it's it's how it's not written purposely gay, but the stuff he's gay. The character is gay. It's a gay character. There's just nothing in there that says like there's no one in the movie that's like you're gay. There's no one that's like I'm wait, gay. Wait, 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 wait. So he's just effeminate. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I I I haven't seen the movie yet, but he he's he's gay. And so when they screened gay. it for these screening audiences, the audience kind of felt like he was gay. Well, he is. I mean, you you can feel that way because he is. The character is. And apparently there's a scene that's a specific like, well, shout-out to wait, homosexual. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm, logically speaking, though, if it doesn't say it in the script, how can you say for sure that he is? Apparently, there's some kind of scene that is like a shout out to the homosexual population of the world. Oh, correct. And he's like, he was quoted as saying, "There's some scenes where LeFou just wants to be guest on, and there's scenes where LeFou just wants to kiss guest on." Oh, it's not like he's saying. I highly doubt there's lines saying, "Oh, I want to be guest on." Oh, I want to kiss guest on. Oh, I want to know what the tip of guest on's dick tastes like. Like, there's none of that in the actual movie. The point is, people are making such a big deal out of something that shouldn't be such a big deal at all. And what are you protecting your children from? Why is it that it's completely okay to just exclude people? Just exclude them. And if we were to say, if I were to come out and say, I don't want any Christians or Catholics in, like if I owned a store, mm-hmm. I don't want any Christians or Catholics in this store. Oh my gentle Jesus. There would, it would be on the news. They would be picketing. There would be a huge uproar. There'd be such a problem. But yeah. for them to say, well, we don't want gays here, we don't agree with them, to them that's perfectly fine. 
Yeah, apparently. I mean, that's it's sad. And you would think that we would have come a lot farther than this. You would think. In the year 2017. And it's a waste of time. We've got hungry people. We've got veterans that have nowhere to go. We've got the homeless. We've got um, people struggling uh, with mental illness. We have so many problems. We have a b- budget deficits out the ass. We have we're fighting in pointless wars. But let's discuss who's. But let's go ahead and just discuss who is fucking who. Yeah. Let's let's have all these other problems. We got the war here. We got the war there. We've got uh, freaking uh, North Korea yeah. is pointing weapons at this person. We've got Russia yep. with their problems. But Josh Gad is gay in the new Beauty and the Beast. Oh my god. That's the most important thing happening right now. He's Let me tell you something, folks. The only people that want to see the new Beauty and the Beast is either gay people or your girlfriend or wife. I want to see it. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Yeah, you Okay, you do. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'm going to get dragged to it. Why so don't I'll you want to see it? it? Why don't you want to see it? Cuz I don't care. This tale is old as time. A tale as old as time. A song as old as rhyme. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it, it doesn't interest me. I'm, I'm not saying that I don't like Beauty and the Beast, but I just don't care. It's it the the movie. I think every child should should watch it. I think it it teaches excellent excellent lessons. Um, it's made me emotional on multiple occasions. Oh. Um, and, you know, I, I identify with some of the characters. That's good for you. You know, but it's not for everybody. It's not it, for everybody. it doesn't have to be, and that's my point. Like, just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean... I mean, did this happen with Brokeback Mountain? Right. You know what I'm saying? Are you pitching a fit over Beauty and the Beast because it's a Disney movie and that's the problem? I think, yeah, because I think people, especially these the Catholics and the Christians who want the government to raise their children for them because yeah. it's too tough for them to have a real conversation with their kids. That's the big, that's the big thing. That's the big issue is they don't want to take the time to explain this to their children. And so, it really, the big for me, the, the what I think is the fact that they just don't want to have these conversations with their children because they're just too awkward. Mommy, why is that man kissing another man? No, they, they don't, don't want to have, have a conversation with the kids because they don't believe that it is acceptable. They don't believe the gay lifestyle is acceptable. By who? Their Lord and Savior. Their Lord and Savior is not a real thing. Mm. I think a lot of historians and scientists would actually say that they believe Jesus was a real man. But there's zero evidence, and there are there are other cultures that talk about a young Savior who was killed um, in a different in a way to save his people. The Egyptians even had a version of Jesus. Um, there are other cultures that had a version of Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm And the Shroud of Turin is what to you? Nothing. So it's, it's a shroud of nothing. It means nothing. It is nothing. Your religion, I'm sorry. It's not real. 
So, so what is the Shroud of Turin? I'm just going to put you on the spot. The Shroud of Turin is supposedly the burial garment that Jesus Christ had. I was, I was before I reached the age of reason, uh-huh. I was raised a Catholic. Right. So I know quite a bit. I've read the Bible a couple times. Yeah. Um, a New York Times bestseller. Great, great fictional book. <laughs> it is a good book, though. But the yeah. thing is, is you have to understand that it's not real. What's in there is not real. There are some stories in there that are great that maybe you want to live your life by. There's some stories in there that are incredibly violent and sh- no one should live their life by. It's a contradictory book. There are more contradictions in it than anything else. Um, but it, if you want to live your life by it, great. I, I really hope you chose the right stories, but they're stories. Yeah, it's, you, it's helped a lot of people, and I think... People have also hurt people because of what's in there, too. So it's about interpretation. It is. And that's the thing is a religion, a belief system should not be up for interpretation. It's either this is it or this is it. You don't go and you don't go and pick and choose for it's the same thing. No, you should write this stuff down. Should I? Into a book. Wait. I yeah. see where you're going with this, and I yeah. like it. And then I can get followers. Yeah. And then 2,000 years from now, people will kill each other over me. Probably. I feel like killing people over you right now. But that's a different story. So, yes, that's why they're upset. It's because of religion. That's what the religion tells them. Okay, they were, they were brought up to not question things. Um, and that's just the way things are with them. It, it, if, it, if it goes against everything they believe in, then they're going to rally against it. Of course they are. It's, it just, Hopefully know, these ideas die out with their generation. I, I truly, truly hope so. Um, because you take some of the smartest people I've ever met in my life, family members of mine too, that I, I hold in high regard, um, that I think are very, very smart people. But once you start talking about the God stuff, it's like they get so defensive. <laughs> It's important to them. That's why they get defensive. But it's like, otherwise, you are an intelligent person. Like, I'll give you an example. I'll come out and say it. My mother. My mother. I love my mother, number one. Number two, my mother is one of the most intelligent women I've ever met in my entire life. She's a strong woman, too. Single mom. Raised my brother and I. She's tough as nails. She doesn't take any shit from anybody at all. And she's a great lady. Well, as soon as you start bringing up the God stuff, mm, 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 nope, that's how I was raised. That's how I was brought up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. And it, it blows my mind because everything I just said about her, absolutely true. Those are facts. They can be backed up. She's, like I said, strong. It, it may very well be her faith that had got her through a lot of those tough times raising you and your brother. I, I, if she may say that, that may be it. I don't think it is. I think it's just sheer grit and anger that got her through all of it. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just don't like to attribute successes to a mythological being. I don't, I don't say I'm great at raising my daughter because Luke Skywalker helped me through a very difficult period in my life. Okay, but I think in this case, the ends justify the means. At the end of the day, she raised you... And your brother, who's a lawyer. No, my brother's very successful. So, so it doesn't, doesn't matter if she, if she prayed to, to clowns. 
while you were being raised. It doesn't matter if if she was, you know, not religious at all. It doesn't matter her method. She got it done. Yeah, she definitely got so it done. So it's okay if she if she prayed to angels and, and stuff like that. Fine. I, I guess it's not, it's more of it, not whether it's okay or not. It's like this, like this bothers me. When you have someone that has cancer, okay? They have cancer. Mm-hmm. They get through the cancer. What do they say? Thank God. How about thank the doctors? <laughs> how about thank all of the, the family members? How about the guy that drew, how about the, your uncle that drove you to chemo? Yeah, but what how about how about those people? God didn't do anything. He didn't do anything at all. He was so, so anti everything. What if God exists in those doctors? I think that that would be a better compromise and something that I would be more apt to understanding, not necessarily believing. But more apt to understanding. Like, for instance, I've always thought like the creationists versus scientists, they say that the Big Bang started everything. Scientists say Mm -hmm. it's just a happy accident. Mm -hmm. It's just which is what I believe because it can be backed up by actual facts. Mm -hmm. But what if God was the Big Bang? What if that was it? What if? Evolution, mean, which is a thing, is real. Sorry, Mike Pence. Evolution's Kaylee, real. Kaylee Cuoco's guy? You're thinking about the TV show. I'm talking about the actual Big Bang. Yeah, on CBS. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> but, like, evolution, which we've... is a, Evolution is real. Period. But what if that was, quote-unquote... Says unquote, you! Quote-unquote, that was God's plan. Evolution. What if it was we were given free will, quote unquote, by our our God, our Creator? Mm-hmm. So science, then thusly, would come from God. And thus, for thus, 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 thus. Yes. But what I'm saying is, is it's there's no like understanding. It's God did it all. Evolution is not real. I'm stupid, and that's pretty much what I hear when people start to open their mouths about God. It's just I'm stupid. I've been tried to be converted before, and it just ends up making them look stupid and making me very, very angry. Look, I think at the end of the day, it works for some people, and it doesn't work for others. Yeah, drug addicts who continue to relapse. Okay. Well. Let's, I mean, God didn't they're say addicts. That okay. Moving on. Uh, let's, get a, get, let's get off of this topic, because it just invokes too many other issues, I think. Maybe right? we should have a, a future episode that's just all about religion. Maybe we could. We could easily do that. Um, all right. That was your fuck you was to the state of Alabama and Russia. Well, it less, I think less the state of Alabama and that drive-in theater and then those rallying behind the drive-in theater right. in Alabama and anyone else that is boycotting this strictly because there is a character that is gay and get over or yourself. Or at least perceived gay. Whether or not he is or isn't, if, if the majority of people perceive him as gay and that's still an issue for you, you can go fuck yourself. Pretty much. I, I love gay people. I just don't like having sex with men. That's it. That's that's my two cents. But anyway. It's odd how you threw that in there. No one thinks you're having sex with men. You bring that up a lot. Are you defensive about that? Not at all. It's it's a matter of, you know, I'm not. So people, you're facing me with your with your anus towards a wall. Like I'm going to like rape you or something. It's weird. 
No, I'm kidding. You know, moving on. We can't seriously. We can talk about this forever, and we could, uh, we could bring in some experts on on as you 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 use the term gayness, but we won't gayness. Go there. Um, so you're my fuck you. fuck you is to squirrels. Please, I'm after you if you're listening. I know what you look like. I know what you smell like. I know what you. I know what you like to eat. Where do squirrels fit on the food chain? At the bottom. Oh right, right. Um, yeah, they are at the bottom. But uh, no one eats squirrels except for southern folk, right? I mean, around here, no one's going around hunting squirrels and then eating them. Very few, right? You're from Holly, Hamlin, Brockport, Kendall. <laughs> then yes, that's a that's a delicacy. Okay, but. Other animals are not eating squirrels. Like, the ecosystem does not depend on the squirrel. No. In any way. No, they do Right? So, so what's their purpose? I mean, based on where we're going with this, I think really just to piss you off. Okay, so bees piss me off, too. I don't mean, like, bumblebees or, like, wasps and hornets is what I mean. Right? Yeah. They, to me, serve no purpose. But if you think about it, larger animals do feed on them. Larger animals feed on squirrels or wasps no, 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 and hornets? wasps and hornets. Okay. You know, like frogs or frogs. bats. Okay. They, they do. do. Um, I'll take your word for it. Birds. Birds even. Well, birds I can see. Yeah. I've, I've dissected a frog's stomach and pulled a bee out of it. Damn. In science class. It wasn't like a hobby I did last week. I mean, when I was in eighth grade. Okay. Anyways. Uh so, so that, that makes sense to me, and because I think wasps and hornets are, are evil and they shouldn't exist, but they do provide food for other living things. Okay. Squirrels don't. There's no. There's not wolves wandering around eating squirrels. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there should be. Like if we eradicated squirrels, there would be no. You just farted on. I heard it. Yeah. No, no. Please, please continue. So. Well, if we got rid of them all, if we got rid of them all, <laughs> yeah, there would be, all the what would the impact be? Squirrel genocide. No, there would be no impact. I mean, there'd be a whole lot of nuts to clean up. They leave a mess of nuts everywhere they go. They leave half chewed up nuts everywhere. Okay, so that's out the window. Right. I just don't see the point. Anyway, so in my neighborhood, at least, we have these squirrels that like to chew through fences. They literally chew through wire fences. Wire? Like the one I have? Yeah. Like my backyard? Yes. Thing? They wow. chew through the gate. They chew through the uh, metal gutters. Jesus. They just chew everything up. And they're little bastards. So you have taken to uh, attempted... You have murdered many squirrels. I've seen the photos. You've murdered these squirrels. Tell yep. us a little bit about that. Well... I named them. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, I, I've taken a few out. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I did really you have an erection while I you did really it? I really got to stop using my car to do it because I'm going to end up hitting someone. It's bad. But no, that's just my, that's just my fuck you. Um, they bother me. They destroy anything that I plant in the garden. Um, they dig through my, my grass to bury their nuts. Uh, it's annoying. I imagine. And I just... I, I know that this upsets PETA, but PETA can go fuck themselves because they put to sleep dogs all the time. Fuck PETA. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Just, so just fuck you, squirrels. 
All right. Squirrels, you're on notice. Yeah. So that's all I have for today. That's all you got for today? Yeah. Uh, quick recap. Um, we talked about the huge... You fucking stink, dude. I know. I was a bad one. Um, we talked about the power outage in our area, the failure of our infrastructure, including the questions around our police force and why they weren't more proactive in terms of stoplights. We discussed the wiretap and the fact that our president uh, is an idiot, uh, that Breitbart is uh, really just a Nazi rag. Um what else did we talk about? Uh, we talked about accusations. Um, we talked about... What else did we discuss? Yeah, that's, that's the title of today's show, I think, is, you know, false accusations. False accusations. Yeah. Um, and, and that, and uh, Beauty and the Beast and Squirrels. Yeah. So I feel like today was jam-packed. I want to thank you very much for listening. Um, I am the Rockness Monster. Please, please don't kill each other. Well, unless you're a squirrel. You can go close. Okay. All right. Um, Sign on, suckers. See you later.